Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they're keeping it hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. It's Do It For Hip Hop podcast. It's your boy, DJ Bugsy. And I got to start the podcast off to rest in peace to Malik B. He passed away, 47 years old, original member of the Roots crew. Shout out to Black Thought, Quest Love, and everybody. Welcome home to Jewel Santana and welcome home Loon. That's how we keep it hip hop. But I got my indie artist spotlight. I got my man, Wani Mack, in the building. He got a project out called Wolf, and we're going to get right into that. So welcome to Do It For Hip Hop Podcast, bro. Hey, how you doing? Thank you. Thank you for... Definitely invite me. I definitely appreciate the opportunity. Well, man, shout out to your queen because your queen <laughs> seen a podcast on social media. She reached out, she booked it, and here we are. Yeah, here we are. And happy yes. belated birthday thank to you. you. Yeah, and I want to give a big shout out to my daughter, Zoe Brianna. She just had an 18 year um, birthday, and um, shout out to her. She turned 18. I'm getting old, y'all, so you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely like that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my queen, Zoe Brianna Press. I love you. So, all right. So, I want to go back. Uh, this, this is what I always do. I like to go on, you know, you know, time warp and kind of like go back to when you got the pen or who inspired you to want to be a rapper. So, take me back to your humble beginning. Take me back to the beginning when you picked up a pen. And also, I want to talk about that song on your project, Wolf. But we're going to get into that next. But tell me how it all started for you from the beginning. From the beginning, man. From the beginning, it was when I was seven years old. And, uh, okay. you know... Um, I'm 29. It's kind of old. You know what I'm saying? I'm 29. <laughs> but uh, back in that time, you know, we were still rocking cassette tapes and all that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my mom got me and my brother karaoke machines for that for that Christmas when I was seven years old. And uh, mm -hmm. the, the uh, karaoke machine had blank cassette tapes with it. Okay. So um, me and my brother would like be up all night trying to record on the cassette tapes. And you know, it's not like the studio. You can't punch in. So no, you had to like had get to your whole in. thing straight right all the way through. And it was like, we stayed up for hours and hours, days and days. And mm -hmm. it was like, it just made me fall in love with it. Like everything about music. Um, my sister was a, was a big music head, still is. She okay. had every CD ever me cassette tape ever me she got a book with all of them with the covers and we used to steal her cd i was just about to tapes. ask you was you stealing it? yeah we stealing them heavy okay we just robbers we stealing yeah. them joints heavy all we did is listen to all different music all day every day okay. i got a musical for almost everything that happened in my life really yeah Wow, that's dope. I got quotes, but I don't know if I can keep up with your quotes. Yeah. But what I would say is I love the project, but my favorite song on the project is Prayers, and you talk about your brother. Yeah. Tell me, take me back to that space, even though it was a dark time. Tell me about, you know, your brother passing and um, how and what it did for you and what it did it motivate you. I'm sure it did. But tell me about that. Um, prayers, it was it wasn't just about with my brother, it was just like all the things that was happening around that time, because he wasn't the only person that um, passed away within gun violence from that time. Okay. So it was like, it was everything wrapped in one, and mm -hmm. like losing him was a big, big chunk, because right. he loved music. And okay. And he like, couldn't, couldn't nobody tell him that I wasn't the one. Like, mm. he, he pushed me, like, I got videos, there's a video on YouTube of me rapping, like, in a, uh, we did a contest at a bar, we was rapping. Okay. And, like, the whole time I'm rapping, you could see him next to me cheesing, just nodding his head the whole time. <laughs> like, you couldn't tell nobody that right. I wasn't, 
nobody could tell him I wasn't the one. So mm-hmm. it just it put me in a real, real dark place, and it it kind of me had me lost. So after but after a while, mm-hmm. I started to um, build my stuff myself on what I feel as though he would have th- wanted me to do. Okay, and it definitely pushed me and made me go way harder, and I definitely accelerated to a whole nother level. Right. Dang, man, that's that's crazy, man. Yeah, because I see you talk a little bit about people being misguided. You sp- you share that a lot on your social media about misguided yeah. souls and minds. Can you talk about what you think helps you stay from that space of being misguided, and what would you say to the youth to help them not be misguided? Um, I would hate to throw shots. You know what I'm saying? I hate to throw shots, but um, mm-hmm. it's really come from my relationship with my father. Okay. Um, my father was there financially, but he wasn't there mentally or emotionally. Okay. So, um, he left us in a bad, bad space. Mm-hmm. He left me and my brothers in a bad space where right. we had to fend for self and try to figure out how to be a man on our own. Mm-hmm. And you, anybody who's somebody, especially if you're from where we come from, right. you know that's a bad job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Trying to guide yourself as a boy, and then it made it worse on my brothers trying to like. Be men, learn how to be men themselves, and still try and teach me. Right. So it just, it just put me in a bad spot, like a bad place, like, yeah. it, and it's like that's where the the misguide come from. Okay. Cause you never figure out what it really is to go from a boy to a man, cause a man never teaches it to you. So you do all of these things and make all of these decisions, thinking that you're being a man, but for real, for real, you making immature decisions that's gonna land you in bad places. Okay. So. Mm, um, having a son now, my son two years old, and oh, wow. um, raising my son, mm-hmm. it just make me want to do everything my father didn't do and capitalize and right. do even better on all the things he did do. Mm-hmm. And that's what it really is for me. I would tell him, I would tell everybody to like, don't listen to what other people tell you and don't mm-hmm. don't try to do what other people do. Okay, like find the things that you know that's right. Take your take take all the bad energies and put them in a positive. Mm-hmm. Take all the bad things that happen to you and put it in a positive. Take all that energy and put it in something that you can do that's gonna make you prosper, and not things in the street. Like don't get mad and get a gun and don't get mad and get drugs and try to hustle and all. Don't don't yeah. get mad and do things that's gonna make it worse. Cause right. that's all they do. The decisions true. just make it worse. And I'm and I tell. All the young boys that know me, mm-hmm. for real, that I talk to on a regular basis, they know well, I ain't telling you this because this is what I want you to hear. I tell it, I tell them that because from experience. From your I, experience. Yeah, from my experience because that's what I did and that's what me and my brothers did. And one dead, one in jail, doing mm. 35 to 70 years. Oh, so your so, other brother's in jail doing 35 yeah, to 70? 35 to 70 for a body. He's been down 10 years now. He's been down since 2010. So his kids. <sighs> Man, yeah. it's crazy, bro. He got to watch his kids grow up from a cell. You know what I'm saying? So, right. One bad mean, decision can cause you everything. One bad decision can cause you everything. And that's what I would tell him. Like, make sure you really mm-hmm. analyze that decision because right. one thing can. Can just take just it away. Just like that, just take like it all that. away. Especially when, mm-hmm. especially these young boys who got it popping. I ran across a couple young boys in the city who got it popping right now. And right. They be running around with the wrong groups, making mm-hmm. the wrong decisions. I don't be trying to tell people what to do, but right. you know what I mean? Yeah. You just need to realize that one decision can change all of that. That's Shoot. true. If you don't believe it, look at Bobby Schmurder. I mean, he had all that going for him. One right. bad decision. Yeah. yeah. Said the wrong things in the song and mm-hmm. next thing you know, all is taken away. Label dropping him. Doing all this time in jail. I mean, you idolize as a real nigga after that, but what do you have for real? 
come home to nothing. You got to start all over. Man, listen, you got to talk to him, bro. You, you kicking, <laughs> you kicking game right now, man. It's you, just real listen, red. You, you kicking game right now, man. Like, yeah, it's just real red, man. Like straight up. You kicking game. But I want to know from you, what made you, what was the final thing for you that said, you know what? I'm done. Like, what was the final straw? You know how you have that breaking point where you say, you know, I definitely can because I feel like if I do one more thing, that's going to be it for me. Um, I had a lot of breaking points that I was naive to. Like, you know I mean, I got shot when I was 13 years old. You got shot when you was 13? Yeah, when I was 13 years old, I got shot. And the bullet's still in me to this day. It's lodged in my hip. I got shot in my back. Bullet lodged in my hip. Um, was you was you at the wrong place at the wrong time? Yeah, wrong place at the wrong oh, time. Right, I was about to it was say, about man. a crowd of like 150 people, and the guy shot into the whole crowd. He shot into the whole crowd, and it's me and other right. people got shot. Yeah. Know? So like that was a breaking point, but I ain't paid no mind. I was naive to it. I got charged as an adult um, for an armed robbery that I didn't do when I was 15. So and I went to state road. So you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I end up beating the case again, up getting thrown out and all that, but it's just going through the whole the process whole, of. Yeah, I'm in high school. Right. You know what I mean, so I sat seven months on house arrest fighting that case. You know what I'm saying? And so as, like, as a teenager. As a teenager, 15 years old. That but, gotta be traumatizing, man. Yeah, so, um, but for real, for real, I would say the mm -hmm. breaking point for me was when right. I had my son. Okay. When my baby mom had my son and mm -hmm. I held him in my arms for the first time, it's just something just told me like right. it's over. Yeah. Like you can't do this no more because you don't want your karma to come on him. So makes sense. And then not even just come on him, but I don't want my karma to come on me and him had to live without me because I seen what being without a father is is like already. Okay. So, so do you and your father have a relationship now or it still never it's, was still? It still it never was still. I tried to like Make it right, but you know, some people is to the point of no return. Can't okay. bring them back. Sometimes you just gotta go forward without them. Okay, but did you ever make a song about your dad? Because I feel like that's what that's what artists do. They tell these stories. I wrote a whole song about him, right? And then I, but I never laid it. Never you didn't. Wow. I don't know. I just I got to a point where it's too I wanted deep? to. Yeah, it's it's real deep actually. Like I I go all the way in on him, like. But I don't, I just, I don't know, me the type, I'm the type of person that I'm very private. Like, I'm open with my artistry, but I'm very private about my life because I feel like mm -hmm. the more people, the more people know about you, the worse off you is because they use it against you. Yeah, but what about the people that you can inspire by telling them a story? So it's like yeah, a so catch It's like a yin and yang. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like a yin and yang. Yeah. So maybe, maybe I will record it one day when looking at I would it like to hear it, man, because um, speaking of fathers, my dad was... I had issues with my father growing up. You know, rest in peace to my pop. He died. He passed away, actually. But um, I was able to mend that relationship before he passed away. And yeah. I think that that's tough now that your dad is still alive. But if he passed away, it's going it's going to eat you up. You might. I know for me, certain things that happened with my dad that I wish I could have been a part of, but I wasn't, ate me up. And once he died, it's just like, all right. But I was able to mend it. But I still... Still felt some type of way because we didn't get a chance to expend as much time as I, I really wanted to with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand that. But my thing with me is mm -hmm. my situation different. Okay. I did everything I could to try to... To try to mend it. Mend that. I, mean, I did everything I could to try to spend time to try to make it right. I even told him, like, it's things... For real, for real, it's things that he done that 
mm-hmm. I can't forgive. Okay. Like that you can't forgive. That I can't forgive. And right. and even though I know that those things was things that shouldn't have been forgiven, I still was willing to mm-hmm. forgive him and right. still make it right. Right. Like, right. all right, I can understand that's happened and this mm-hmm. happened, but like right. let's go forward together. Let's make right. it right and do right. it together. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when I tried to do that, his mm-hmm. image of me me telling him that was, oh, you acting like I owe you something. So, okay. Well, you don't owe me nothing. I, right. I mean, maybe I was wrong. Right. Now, do you feel like your queen keep you balanced as well? Cause, she cause, keep me. She keep me heavily cause, balanced because I ain't gonna <laughs> lie, man. Like, yeah. The way I used to be is uh-huh. is is a. I it's mean, a, it ain't good. Is a yeah. She's yeah. not a good person, and she she definitely keep me away from that old person. Okay. I mean, she definitely, she definitely keep me away from that old person. And then, but it's like we the same sign, so we both got. What's that. the sign? Leo. We both Leos. Oh God! When, so, when her birthday? Her birthday the twenty sixth of July. Oh shit! Damn. Yeah, mine's the first of the July Leo and the August Leo. Yeah, so our birthdays like. So do y'all clash? Cause y'all both lions. <laughs> I mean, yo. We clash. No. We 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 clash, but I'm more so the level headed one, so I keep it down. She, she the she, upper one? Yeah. Would she, she get did. hot quick? Hot quick. She <laughs> Look, we was just talking about it earlier. She she, she said hot we in quick. traffic. Yo. We in traffic. She would throw the car in park in traffic and hop yo. out. She said he said hot quick, yo. Hot quick. Yo. Road rage. She she'd Road pull rage. over and throw the park car in tra- and park in traffic and hop out and try to fight fight people and all that. I gotta grab her and let her know, like, yo. <laughs> Like, <laughs> we can't yo. do that. We in the middle with a, in a boulevard. <laughs> we in the hot middle quick. of the. Oh, man. I have to call a hot quick. That's the new. <laughs> hot quick, man. Yeah. Zero to 1,000? <laughs> 1,020. Uh, he added a 20 on it. Yes. Yo, he added a dub on it. Yes. <laughs> so let me ask you this, bro. Um, With everything that's going on, going on with the quarantining and COVID, how has that affected you personally and professionally? <laughs> Um, it hasn't affected me at all in none of those ways. Um, I built, I got my own studio in my house is in, under construction right now. We just, okay. I'm just ordering like all the new stuff for it. Mm-hmm. So it don't really, and music is an everyday thing for me. So okay. I, I write music every day. So they don't, it hasn't altered me at all. What has really altered me is what's been going on with like police and police brutality and yeah, what they be doing to us. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, yeah. Talk about that. Cause you, um, cause you have a real strong sense on social media about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I had, you I even got a real good, on, I yeah, and, I, yeah. I have a real good like connection with a lot of people in that aspect because I dealt with a lot of that in my life. Like, I mean, second and fifteenth district. Me and my mom lived up there uh, in the northeast. Okay. Um, at a point in time in my life, I had a time where I got in scuffles with cops. I mean, cops, cops beat me up, took me to a alley, took me to a parking lot, shop right parking lot, like one thirty in the morning, beat me up, left me there. You know what I'm wow, saying? Bro. I had um, a cop pull me over at 66 in Old Gods when mm-hmm. I was going to the barbershop to get my hair cut. Right. Um, he walked up to the car with his gun out. Like, he walked up to the car. I look out the window. He got the gun in my face already. He asked me why I was nervous, and I told him, like, right. why? I'm like, man, like, you got your gun out. Yeah. It's just a routine traffic stop. Right. You got your gun in my face already. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, y'all be yeah. killing people. Like, right. That's why I'm nervous. He like, yeah, you're exactly right. I took this job because we get to kill people and get away with it. That's what he said? That's exactly what he said to me. <sighs> wow, so like, bro. I dealt with a lot of this stuff personally. That's why it affected me so personally, probably, I guess. 
But some, all right. So what you think about white people saying Black Lives Matter and they're trying to help now compared to when Trayvon Martin got killed? It wasn't as big, but now you see people walking in solidarity with everybody all together. How do you feel about that? I respect it honestly. Like okay. I respect it because it make it just shows acknowledgement. Okay. I mean, yeah. ain't nobody gonna. Um, the problem, like speaking of that song I wrote about my father, one of the bars I said in that song is the problem just gonna pile if you continue in denial. You mm. know what I'm saying, and that's like just what that. it is. Right. They they not continuing denying it. They okay. starting to acknowledge that it. what's going on and they becoming a part of the solution and not being a part of the problem. So I think that's Makes a good sense. thing for real, for real because. Right. You know I mean, it ain't gonna work if everybody ain't together. And when we, when I say everybody, I mean everybody. Right. It's not just us. Right. Why do you think George Floyd deaths had such a major impact compared to the other ones like Sandra Bland, Freddie Gray? Why do you think that people across the world? Because now this is a global thing. This is not just yeah. United States. Um, honestly, mm-hmm. I couldn't even give you a full answer to that. Like, cause yeah. I don't, honestly, I don't know. Cause to me, in my opinion. It's just my opinion. I feel like they all the same. Okay. Anybody who got killed unjust is unjust. Right. I feel like George Floyd, George um, Floyd murder was just like Trayvon's, just like Sandra Bland's, just like everybody who lost, just like Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Just like everybody who lost their life. Okay. Unjust. Unjust. That's just this right. is how I feel about right. it. I don't know if anybody yeah. else see his is different. Okay. But I feel like that was. You know what I mean. Yeah. And and I feel like mm-hmm. people probably look at it as is different because. I don't know if people know, but George Floyd and that cop who who murdered him is um had a personal relationship. They worked together, and he's yeah. seen George Floyd with a white woman before, and right. they had words before. So I feel like he literally used his job to solve his beef and get away with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that's that can make it different, but I ain't sure because to me it's all the same. Okay. Now, in the foreseeable future, we know we're going to get a verdict. What do you think the outcome would be, guilty or not guilty? And if it's not guilty, what do you think will happen to the United States of America? Honestly, as we know it, knowing the country, it's un- unpredictable. You don't know what they're gonna say because right. people knew for sure that Breonna Taylor killers would go to jail, and they didn't. People right. knew for sure after hearing everything that happened with Trayvon Martin story. I knew for sure Zimmerman was going to jail. Okay. But like after right. seeing that, it's like what? Yeah. Like he got told the cops told him not to pursue him and nothing. He still followed him anyway and killed him. Mm-hmm. And he still got away. So you nowadays you never know. And mm-hmm. and like I tell everybody who a lot of people ask me that. Like a lot of people has asked me that in the last couple of months and my answer is be mm-hmm. is either gonna get real good or real bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now let's talk a little bit about hip hop. Have you been keeping up with the versus battle? Did you watch the two chains and Rick Ross battle? <laughs> My girlfriend be on me. She be on me about that, <laughs> yeah. man. I don't watch none of them versus battles. Why, honestly. bro? That's, that's the just, culture, bro. But I'm an old school. Like, I ain't going to say I'm an old school, but I'm a 2090s type of boy. So I listen to that music 24-7. I don't listen to none of the new stuff now, for real. But I, I don't really consider Rick Ross a new artist. He's been Ross. in the game over 10 years. But I'm not a Rick Ross fan. Why not? I don't know. I like, I like artists. You like, like 2 Chains? I don't like 2 Chains that much neither. Well, who you like? I like like J. Cole, Kendrick. Oh, yeah, more conscious. Yeah, J. Cole, Kendrick, Drake, oh. Big Sean. Okay. I mean, Joyner Lucas. Okay. I mean, I'm yeah. more so that type. Do you boy. think Joyner Lucas has got one of the best albums of 2020? Nah. No? Why not? It, it, it's good. I, I just don't. You ain't feel it? 
Yeah, I felt it, but but you ain't feel it, Philly. Yeah, mm, I feel like Joiner just need to do him instead of trying like follow the wave. I feel like everybody tried to like. But I ain't seen no wave on his album because he did a song dedicated to people with ADHD. Yeah, he dedicated a song like to that. Will I love Smith. That. Yeah, oh, I, I love, love that. this. That's I one love of the, the best Will. songs on the album. Yeah, I love. I love that. I love those two songs you just mentioned. Okay, I love both of them. And Revenge, Revenge is my favorite song on there. So. And he did a song with Chris Brown that was pretty dope. Too. Yeah, I love that one too. That that one with Chris Brown that was a great one. But, but you just think he... What about Wale? Because he was Wale, in that class. Yeah, I love Wale as well. Okay. Yeah, I love Wale as well. Okay. So. All right. So those those rappers influenced, influenced you? The nuns you named or not really? Um, what Who from Philly influenced you? Because you are Philly, from Philly. It's crazy, right? All right. From Philly, you would be surprised, but from Philly, Oskino. Shout out to Oskino, man. Yeah, shout out to Oskino because he definitely influenced me a lot. Really? So yeah, when you not. used to watch State Property, you was more focused on Oskino than Beanie, Freeway, Young than Chris. Anybody. Chris too. Chris and Oskino was You're, that was the ones. That for was you. it. And I like me. I listened to a couple of Neef Jones and GIFI had me in the bag. <laughs> for real? You know what I'm saying GIFI. They, <laughs> Shout out to Neef Buck. <laughs> yeah, Neef and Chris and um and, and Puda. And Puda hey, Brown, yeah. Shout out Puda to Puda Brown. Brown, yeah. They they had me in my bag. Yeah, they they had, GIFI. They them GIFI projects was everything. Yeah, like I, I banged them Jones for. Summers, yeah. but um, yeah, Chris Oskino was my focal point with yeah. them, okay. and um, Petey, and Petey, and Petey, yeah, Petey don't get the love he deserved, man. Yeah, he wanted the, he wanted the, the best man. flow rappers ever, man. Like seriously, and Russia. not to Shout mention to behind Petey. the scenes, he kept them together for real, for real, man. A lot of the yeah feuds, feuds and all that, he kept them. together. So did you feud with anybody that you came up with, and how did that work out for you, man? Yeah, I feuded with almost everybody I came up with. Really? Yeah. Was it your fault? I mean, it could. It's both yin and yang, me and theirs. Okay. And a lot of times it was me. Uh, my problem was letting people get away with too much. I was oh. helping everybody too much. Okay. And letting them do things that was making me uncomfortable and not speaking on it. That was really my problem so much. Oh, okay. I feel like I should have spoke up sooner, and the problems wouldn't have. Wouldn't have festered. Yeah. Okay. You got any bars in you tonight? I mean, I can. I definitely can. All right, put the headphones on. I want to see you spit something, bro. I got. I got. Yeah. Now, see, now, when you when this beat came out, I don't even know. You could have been born, but I'm taking it back to the '80s, bro. I'm taking it back to the <laughs> '80s because uh, that's one of my favorite eras, by the way. You know, shout out to the '80s, Rakim, Kooji Rap. You know what I mean? Yeah. EPMD. Your pop and your uncle probably know about this type of stuff. But let's see what you got, bro. Uh, you ain't picture this nigga, pin game, this all in the wrist nigga Think about that body bag before you diss nigga I'm a starter, I ain't worried about a bench nigga No, no more phones pinned back to the pad They got me grabbing my duffel now, I'm back in my bag We was handling business, now we back in the lab I know the hook on in this one cause he can't fuck with the jab Struck him to snooze, they was overlooking the moves It took years, they were full, they was putting my shoes Got on my Prescott, then a man is so poised Kids gon' tell it all, but a man gon' let it show, boys Let me get say, heck how you feel, uncle's acting like Phil Niggas fake, always acting like real Got no rat, so I pill, loud as shit All this pack in my seal, all these wolves I suggest you to chill your score under my score, that's the bottom of my line You need lines just to follow my rhyme I put the sight in the hind, bucking the, just the light in my line They got me fighting with bond, I mix my light on my line Traders get autographs, the writing the slime They think I'm out of, but I'm writing my time 
I keep it 150 plus 150 That's a Spartan, my niggas parting Don't need none of them with me I'm a lyrical killer rapper Please don't tell them come get me Believe it not, you can tell them I'm Ripley Couldn't lay off it Me and Didak on some play all shit Every night, no day all shit They ain't gonna spray all shit Y'all ain't shooters, y'all just say y'all shit <laughs> oh, Yo, you did it, bro I liked it I liked it, you killed that, bro Yo, when right. you said the 150 plus the 150, that's what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was Everybody. like, okay, okay, yeah. the 150 plus the 150. That's how we doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's alright. Yeah, so I tell the people better. how they can get in contact with you. Tell them what you got coming up next, and when you get married, bro. Oh man, I can't say that because then she'll know. But um. Because <laughs> this year, no But um, definitely, man You can mm. catch me on any social media, any platform I'm, My name is the same on everything, literally It's J-U-A-N-N-Y-M-A-K-K Wani Mac, you can find me on anything, anything Like I'm yeah. I'm on all streaming services Every okay. music title, you name it, I'm on it You on everything I'm saying on all social medias, I'm on, I'm on all of that And I got a uh, project that I'm definitely about to drop very soon haven't came with a date yet. I'm still waiting for my engineer to uh, finish up all the tracks. Okay. And I'm gonna get with I'm getting with a director, um, a director choreographer for the uh, videos because it's gonna be a five song project called Genuine Love. And it's gonna be five videos. Yeah, it's gonna be five videos, and I'm trying to do all five videos together like a mini movie. That's hot, bro. Well, it's your boy DJ Bugsy. We got DJ Amir coming up next. This is episode 81, man. Keep it hip hop. Peace. Maybach music. It's the big boss Rick Ross. Right now you rocking with the hottest DJ in the game. Let's go. Welcome to Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. It's your boy DJ Bugsy. And when I tell y'all this has been like two or three years in the making, you know, internationally known, been on tour with Drake, J. Cole, Meek Mill, DJ for Meek Mill, Beanie Siegel, one of my favorite rappers of all time, representing the P. It's the one and only DJ Amir. Amir, what's up with it? Amir, my bad. <laughs> my bad, my no, bad. No, I'm messing with you. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Um, like I said, shout out to Lex Dom because me and Lex Dom been talking about you, you know, behind camera for some time, and shout you know, Lex. you know, she always big you up. And I'm like, yo, you gotta get him on the podcast. You know, it'll be a good story. People need to know his story. People need to know how what's behind the scenes, what's going on. So here we are. So I want to start off from the beginning because. I know you started at an early age, and I also know that DJ Touch Tone was instrumental in your career. Oh, you know about that? Yeah, I do know about that. That's crazy. <laughs> so, and it's crazy because DJ Touch Tone, I worked with him before a long time ago, and this was like 2000. This was when Entre Music Group was was booming, and this when Todd Wolf was like, I, I, I don't know if he was an A and R or, not, or that, but this was like, this was before a takedown and all that. But I know Todd. Okay, yeah. So they they was working at Entre and Touchstone used to come there every day, and I was an intern, and they used to have me running around getting CDs, doing this, checking the mail, X, Y, and Z. So Touchstone has been a vessel for so many people in the city. But tell me about your beginning and also about the Touchstone situation. All right, so Touchstone is like family, but like it's crazy. Mm -hmm. So long story short, um, right when I first started DJing. I used to listen to them on the mix every day. Okay. So I would like, we had the uh, radio with the uh, tape and all that. I would yeah. record it. Okay. So my mom, like, who you recording? I'm like, mm -hmm. touch to him. Right. She like, oh, I know him. Yeah. I'm like, how you know him? Right. She like, they do a live broadcast at my bar every Saturday. Okay. So I'm like, oh, yeah. So <laughs> so, so, so he was doing a lot. He was doing an uh, on air joint on a yeah. Sunday one night. So I called, like, yo, you know my mom. What's up? Right. Yeah. He like, who your mom? I'm like, Ava. 
He like, oh, Ava. And then from there, yeah. I start calling him every Sunday. Damn. And then my mom like, you got to meet my son. Okay. And then um, and then you met him. Uh, he said, come to the station one day. Okay. And I came to the station. And from there, that was big bro, big bro from the from the jump. So do you? Because I was like 12. You was 12? 13 to be exact. 13. So that's when you first started getting on the turntables. I got on the tape. I got my first record at two. My mom gave it to me at two. It was the Aisha joint with the ABC kids. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Aisha, a bad creation. What are you? Yeah, yeah. 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 that's my first record at two. Okay. And I used to. My mom had the joint where you had the record player, radio on one. Right. I used to DJ on that. I used to mess it up every day when I was a kid. <laughs> that's crazy. And then she had a boyfriend. Okay. Or a friend, whatever you want to call him. Okay. Um, named Mr. Frank. Okay. And Mr. Frank had the turntables in his living dining room. Okay. So when I would go over there, he would DJ. I'm 10. Right. And, and so you was getting the game from him. And he would let me, so then he started letting me DJ the cookouts. Mm. Put on one record, put okay. on two records. So he just gradually got you in the mix. It's bringing me back. I'm talking to you. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Right there up in, um, what's the uptown? Yep. Okay. And uh, from there, right. I got the whiff of it. And uh, yeah. around when I was, I was 12 when I got my first set, though. No, I was 11. I okay, was 11. you got your first set yeah. in techniques. Yep. Okay. No, I wasn't techniques. It wasn't techniques. Uh, I was a DJ in the box stand kit. Oh, okay. bullshit jumps. <laughs> Five hundred dollars get you two turntables <laughs> and a mixer. Right, Jones take yeah, forever man. to scratch. <laughs> that's crazy. Look, 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 yo, it take bro. twenty minutes to do one scratch. Like <laughs> taking it back. Like yo, that shit crazy. So all right, bro. And so when did you feel like you you got your first break? Like your first like all right, they know who I am now. Like, when was that moment for you? It depends on what level. Because, like... The I, first level. Because I don't want to go all the way. Yeah, I ain't we ain't going to start yeah. there yet. We I, I'm DJ Man from the Hardaway. I'm DJ Man from 923. Like, I'm that right. kid, too. Yeah. The gallery, DJ and Sneaker Villa after school. Okay. I'm at so many levels. Yeah. Like well, you, the lower, the lowest level. You the guy I, from, I might the, get to you the to guy the from our school too. You feel me? You the guy that we see on the L with the with the records. That's me. Okay. You feel me? So many little levels where they recognize who I was, but like it started yeah. from nine to three. Right. That's when I really started getting like I I fucked my first girl. Rest in peace. She actually did. Rest in peace. She got shot. Really? Yeah. I don't want to say her name, but yeah, my first time getting some pussy DJing was with this girl at nine to three. Rest wow, in peace. Rest to, in peace. I don't want to say her name. You don't name, want to say her name? Yeah, because I don't want to put that on her. Yeah. But yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Now, when did you if get If you know, your, you know. Right. If you know, shit. you know. If When did you get your first big gig? Like a gig where it paid you some crazy money? Like, damn, this check looked like a rapper's check. Instead a rapper's check? That's when I was meat DJ. Or Beans DJ. One of the DJs. And once I started DJing for them, that's where you get the rapper checks. As simple as that. <laughs> um, He's like, it's simple, yeah. I, I can't go anywhere around that, but right, yeah. So, so who made the call? Like, how did the Meek situation come about? That's jumping the joint. You want to bring it back, or you want to go there? I mean, no, no, I got the call from O'Malley. O'Malley oh, for real? yeah. Okay, that's how O'Malley called me. Mm -hmm. I was actually um, doing an in-store with D Jack in Jersey at one of the uh, models or something. Okay. I was just doing the in store with him. Mm -hmm. We was riding back. Right. I was I was still Melly a lot though. Me and him actually yeah. cool. Okay. Behind the scenes, people don't know that we had the same name. Really? His name was Amir too. Okay. Amir. Yeah. So when I first started getting big, he would we would bid about it because he'd be like, "Yo, 
I'm bitten, no, I'm getting pussy, saying I'm BJ Amir some song. He would say that. So, because his real name was Amir. So that's how we got cool. Yo, that shit is crazy. We used to bid, we used to bid off that shit. So right. outside of that though, we um behind the scenes, yeah. I would see him here and there, doing yeah. business here and there. Okay. And then when cousin and DJ he called me. And it was just like that. It was like a coincidence too, right? Cause I seen him one night, like probably like two days before he called me, right? Right. He come to see me. I'm in the car, I'm banging me, just naturally, just banging him. Yeah. Or whatever. And then he called two days after that and was like, yo, cuz needs you. Right. And I was like, how much you gonna give me? Mm -hmm. And I was like, what you mean? I'm like, how much you gonna give me? Right. He said, it's me, what you mean? I'm like, I'm like, still like. Right, how much you gonna give me? And then, so I wasn't, I wasn't budging at first. So I said, call me back with a number. Right. So he called me back with me going three way. I'm here, what's up? I'm like, what's up? Yeah. And like, uh, we need a DJ for the night. Okay. They had a show in Atlantic City. Okay. And um, it was a big show at Ross. It was a lot of people in the joint. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I went that night. Then I met them on Broad and, uh, what's that, Cross from the Handeman, whatever that joint is. Yeah, yeah. Broad and um, Reese. Broad and Reese, yeah. Met them there. Mm -hmm. Parked my wheel up in the joint, hopped in the BM with them. We sped down there. Yeah. I did my thing. That was a Friday. Okay. Sunday, they was like, you go, no, the next day was Saturday. We like, going on tour for a month. Sunday, we get out. That, just like that? Just like that. So who was managing at the time? Like, did you have a manager? Self-management. You, you, so have you always self-managed? Absolutely. Why? I just, I'm a, I'm a CEO at heart. Like, I know how to control right, my own situation. Right. I'm going to get one eventually. Oh, but you are? Eventually. Not yet, though. It ain't ready. For, I, I can handle what's going on. Okay. Dang, that's deep, man. I know you said you want to be the next DJ Khaled, Puffy, and Quincy Jones rolled up in one. Tell me about that because most DJs don't think like a CEO. Some do, but some don't. So where do you think that comes from with you? Where How, it come from? It comes yeah. from my dad. Your dad? Who's your dad? It's just my dad. He's just a boss. Who he is in his own right. Okay. You feel me? My dad yeah. been who he is, getting right. paper, right. getting money since I can remember. Okay. Told me how to write a check when I was a kid. Okay. Always had the news car, always had a nice check. Right. So the lifestyle. Yeah. Then to go on a on a business level, it been like like the no limits, the cash money, the masterpiece, the ditties. I saw they was carrying it as a CEO. Okay. And I always had that dream to be like one of them kind of niggas type shit, right? Right. So then I'm like, I'm a DJ though. How do I how do I make that make sense? Yeah, how do you make transition to and that's being where Kyle made it make sense for niggas like yo, you can make it like this. Right. And then just me having a love for music though, just music in general, that's where the puff side coming at, because I just love music. But then the Quincy side coming at because I really know how to orchestrate music too. Okay. You feel me? Like I So got, where did that when did that start? When did the Just from the, the beginning, just like this is me having that I got this million dollar air. I can hear it. <laughs> I can feel it. He said the million. Yeah. No cap. I, listen, I'm a DJ. That's <laughs> what it is. Right. My track record. Look, when I'm when I I mm -hmm. ain't know who Joey was. I said that's it. I'm gonna right. fuck with him. Right. I put him on the mixtape. I mm. seen him in the gallery. Right. He said I heard about you. I heard about you. You went to, you went to Penn. I went to Penn with DJ. Ah, you my DJ. Just like that. You feel me? Right. When when Meek with my bag and all that, mm -hmm. I said that's a banger, banger. And sat with the nigga making the beat. Niggas think I made the song and all that shit. I just fucking broke the record. You broke that. I broke in my that bag. Shit. Yes, merch. Broke it. But is it a misconception that you didn't break it? No. Okay. 
Who gonna say I didn't? <laughs> no, I'm I, not saying. No, I'm not saying no one gonna say. But you know how it is in Philly. It's a lot of politics. It's yeah, a lot. Gonna of, say Cosmic Cav did it because he merged on the radio. Of course, it's like it's levels to the shit. But on the street shit, street right. side, yeah, I had that. Okay, but on that level, of course, it's Cav. We're not gonna play with that. Okay, all we respect that. Okay, now speaking of Cosmic Kev, because this is what I always wanted to know from DJs and just people. Period. It seems like Philly don't get a, like it's like a lot of gaps when artists get broke. Like you see PNB Rock, you see Meek, you see Little Uzi Vert. He got broken at ATL. Shout out to DJ Drama and Don Cannon. But stop it! I was the first DJ to play Little Uzi. Merged. Fat G's, I was Fat Fat mm. G's was under Meek by the pop. Right. Fat G's sick. He had a show at CLA. He like yo. Mm-hmm. Um. Can you, do, can you do it for me? I said, I got you. Right. What I'm doing, he said, I got my little homie want to do a song or two. Right. I said, who is he? He said, ah, ah. He gave me the song. I said, this nigga hot. Right. Showing the art. Yeah. It's Lil Uzi. Okay. Come on, bang. That's the first time I met him. Did it. In fact, he's had another show with Lee Mason. Lee Mason was doing these little shows in the, um, at the park. Okay. You do it again. Right. He like, same person from the last show coming out. At this time, Dominic's boyfriend or husband, um, Buzz, was managing him. Okay. So Buzz, I got an artist much to meet. I'm like, who? He like, he's like, it's Uzi. I'm like, I met him already. Ah, yeah. So the song was called Dumb and Dumber. That was he was doing, and I took that song. And at mm-hmm. the same time, Twenty One Savage was about to come out. Nobody was on him yet, so I made a I made a mixtape called A Savage with the Uzi. And, mm. they, and they had a and they had a and he had a show out here, and I went out there and probably like a thousand mixtapes and just gave him out. But I've been on, on Uzi from the I was the first. DJ to play in Philly him. to play him. Merged. I was fucking with him. Okay. But still, what I'm trying to say is it's a lot of gaps, bro. Like with what? With successful Philly artists. Yeah, it is. Why you think that is as a DJ? Because you know it ain't the DJ, it's the rappers. It's the artists. It's the artists? Yeah. What's wrong with them? What you mean? They don't know how to take it to that next level. I watch it all day. Yeah. It don't be they, you, you gonna blame myself, you gonna say it's me? No, I'm saying DJs. No, no, I'm one to say it's the movies and shit. No, it's the artists. Look at Meek. Look at Uzi. Look at PNB. Look at anybody you're gonna put it. They they separated themselves at one point of their of they of their career. Okay, a lot of artists get stuck off the smallest shit. It's crazy. I'm telling you, ain't nothing stopping them. But you, <laughs> no one's stopping you but you. Ain't nothing stopping you but you. Okay. On what level? On what level? Anything right. ever happened, it came through me. Ain't nothing saying, no, oh, you was the reason why, or ain't no, can't nobody be the reason why you don't excel to the level you want to excel to. But isn't Philly a crab barrel mentality city? Bro, I just told you. Okay. I just, you just named five names. Right. They decided to go to the next level as individuals. Okay. Getting out of Philly. Not H- being However local. you want to carry it. However you want to do it. Whatever the, the what's it called, the, the sauce is to get out, they... <laughs> Look at Uzi. He went from diamond cuts to uh, buzz, diamond cuts right. to drama and cannon. Right. Whatever it takes. Okay. When I met Uzi, mm-hmm. he was dressing in trench coats. And I'm like, they different from the gum bus. Right. I knew it. I could tell. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that you far as the gap, is it's, it's the individuals, I feel. I feel they let their smallest things get to them. And I deal with a lot of them, so I be seeing like, I see where you went wrong. I see why you doing that. But do they that. listen when you tell them? I don't talk too much anyway, though, so I don't, you know. I give when I can. Okay. okay. But when I can. But overall, I think people got to take things a little more serious. Okay. Right? People look yeah. at social media. Right. They look at likes. 
right. views, and comments, comments, and get beside themselves too early okay. before they even hit the spot. Facts. Like you busting fast with a chick. Like damn, you got too excited. She was a baddie, and you bust too fast. Like you feel me? Like ah. slow down. Take your time with this joint. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me, ah, big yeah. like? <laughs> Shout out to my nigga Beer in the building. That's my yeah. youngin' right there. Look, yeah. Fetty Gang coming soon. Ronda, all that. Yeah, this boy, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so all right. That's Yo, good. can I go live on Instagram? Or is that against the rules? I mean, Talk you can, me. but because the cameras and all that, it's just. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's that's just, cool. That's cool. Yeah, because yeah. I be behind the scenes a lot. I don't really do too much, but I try to. Yeah, it's you like, don't do too many interviews. I don't, but people ask me a lot, but I be like, not yet, because I'm always trying to build to, I want to make it make sense. Okay. I don't want to waste shit time. Now it's going to waste time, but I right. want to make it make sense. Yeah. Luckily, for this joint, I got a single about to come out in like a week. Oh, you do? Money in My Mind, featuring Lee Mays and Drama and Fedgies. Wow. I can't wait Off to hear Off the album, it. I just gave you the light to Life at the Radio. Yeah, so I'm glad you brought that up, because I want to talk about life before when you was there and after, but I want to start off with DJs because now- Shout out to I'm, the DJs. Yeah, shout out to everybody. Shout out to all the DJs. Now, I watch from a media standpoint now because I'm not really in the DJ game like I used to be. I'm not, that's not me. I'm focusing on media. You know DJ? No, I don't- Take not, that name off your, take that DJ off your joint, bro. No, no, I ain't taking that off. I will that's, grind you up. <laughs> take that joint off no. your joint if you want to spend records. <laughs> yeah, you no, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. <laughs> I'm nigga. But no, on some real shit though, let me just, just say this. I want to know from you because I know when you was at Boom, you was basically heads up with Cosmic Cav. And it was always this talk about who's number one, who's better. Now, you, you, you do your thing. You don't, like you said, I don't do a lot of talking. I just let my work speak for, my, speak for myself. So tell me about that. Tell me about competition as a DJ in Philly. And your thoughts To on piggyback that. off of that, right? You know how you say, Kev, bro, on my way to the radio, I'm listening to Cosmic Kev, right? Right. If he playing something hot or doing something hot, I'm texting him. Yo, that shit hot. Okay. I'm fucking with it. Right. I'm that nigga. Okay. I, Kev can blow the word up tomorrow. I ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm. That's cool. Right. That's dope. Keep doing that. It made me look better. Okay. Put the light on the city. That's right. DJ. So I always show love. So I literally be driving to the station begging Kev and I text him. Okay. When he go up the air, he touch me back. Okay. Appreciate it. Uh, right. You feel me? Yeah. I don't know. As far as like, and then but when I go in the air, I shout out DJ. I don't know. I don't. You I don't? Don't, I'm not a hater. This is not in me. Right. I, can't, I don't know. And you know what's crazy? In the morning, I was number one, right? They ain't going to tell you this. Mm. Yeah, tell me about that. I they was number one on the-, on the In the, the morning, the, yeah, drive. On, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. On the numbers. Right. They ain't gonna take it this, right? It's me, DJ Mary versus sorry Tina, Diamond Cuts, right, Mikey Dread, and Mother Says No and yeah. what's over there, Roxy. Yeah. I'm beating them in the morning by myself. They ain't gonna take you that though. Wow. And I got the black and white. And you know what's crazy? The boom a uh, boom didn't even tell me. Somebody else that tell me. That's how much boom was crazy with me. They didn't want to give me too much because I already was like, they would call me LeBron James in there. Behind this, they, they, the staff called me that. Really? My boss hated it. Yeah, my, my boss hated it. She hated that shit. But Damn. they wouldn't even give me my roses. So I was number right. one in the morning by myself, being my own producer, right? Carrying it from six to nine every morning. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? And they wouldn't carry it. But yeah, shout out to 
Shout out to all the DJs and PDs and yeah. Kobe Cole. Shout Kobe Cole gave me my first shot. Kobe gave you my my two, but Kobe, uh, shout out to Kobe book. He just, I don't know. When I got clipped, I just fashioned and got clipped anyway though. But yeah, they, Yeah, I that's I'm glad you how did you why do you think you got clipped? I was shouting the master. I got a video. I was gonna mm. put up the deck. What's that? Friday? I was gonna put it, I brought up 10 grand cash to do an event. They was they was not fucking with me. Like the event, I was gonna do mm -hmm. a live broadcast every Sunday. Right. Right, so I was off Tuesday night and Thursday night. Okay, I would go to New York mm -hmm. to the labels, right? And I was negotiating to get their C list artists to come do my this event. I was trying to do Sunday at uh, Bamboo Bar, okay, on um, live broadcast. Okay, now mind you, we doing live broadcasts with Boom at Hole on the Walls because they need money, right? Pardon me, it's okay. Mm -hmm. I uh. Come with a proposal. Right. No beat, no backdoor stuff. I get the same people that do everything else. Right. In there. Yeah. To make my proposal. Okay. They turned me down. Right. It was a it was a thousand dollars for every week. Right. They turned right. me down. Okay. They raised it twelve hundred. They raised it thirteen. They raised it fourteen. Raised it fifteen. I'm still like okay, whatever, cool, cool, cool. Damn. They finally raised it two grand. Thing I'm gonna say no. So I, I'm like I'm still gonna do it. <laughs> I go bring the bread up. I brought right. an eight grand. That's a month. Right. Cash. What we doing? Right. They still sit though. And like the week after that, I got, I got banged. Oh, so I see what happened there. They, you was too much for them. Like, too much like, like, then they saying the songs. Oh, you can't play this song. I'm like, what you mean? You hired me for being creative. Right. right? I'm a creative DJ, right? Right. Like, they ain't called me. I went to them. Right? You feel me? They ain't knocking yeah. my door. Nothing they do. Hire right. me, right? Hire, hire a DJ. I'm here. I'm... I'm Philadelphia DJ. Yeah. I put working with X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I'm I'm valid. Right. Fuck with me. Yeah. They fucked with me for being creative. I, my package was like $2,000. I put together a crazy ass package. Champagne, boom, balloons. I had my resume on the iPhone. <sighs> Gave it a, I, I, you feel Damn, me? Man. Gave it a resume on the iPhone, right? Look, 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 look. I found out my boss' favorite color. My favorite color was lavender. Lavender headphones. Lavender iPhone case. Lavender case with everything in the shit. <laughs> Yo, this boy was putting sauce on it. Just so she know who I am. That ain't right. got to do with who I am. That's just get your attention. Yeah. You feel me? Balloons. Right. See, I see got a son. I got little gifts for him. I got souvenirs. Mm -hmm. I, got, I did all that, right? Right. Called me the same night I brought that shit up there. Mm-hmm. They hired me for being creative. They fired me for being creative. It's August. Right. So when I got fired, they was the same problem. She was like, well, you, you're playing these artists. It was one of was Black Poppy from Philly. And it was another artist named, um, what's the chick name? Rocky? No, no. Shout out to Rocky. No. Um, what's the girl's name? Malibu Mitch or something like that. Okay. From New York. Yeah. Now, even with that was funny, I went to the label. Right. They go just kick it. Yeah. They like, there's our new artist. They playing songs. Yeah. They play Malibu Mitch. Right. Shit dumping. Right. I'm driving back. Right. Diamond cuts on. She played a song. I'm like, oh, we late. Mm. I got to play this in the right. tomorrow. Right, because she already played it. So do DJs now, you feel, chase to play the song before somebody, another DJ? Me, personally, I don't like being second. Oh, so you always go for first? I got to try to be. Right. I try to be, at least. Right. So that's how, so then when my mm -hmm. boss like, what's this song you playing? I'm like, listen, it's Malibu Mitch. Mm -hmm. She merged from Atlantic. Ah, ah. Right. And Diamond playing it. So we got it. You fuck? Yeah. Oh, well, we know what's hot. How you know what's hot? I'm telling you what's hot. Right. Oh, don't play that no more. 
Yeah. All right, I'm not gonna play it no more. You know what I started doing? I'm creative. I started mixing it at that time. The Jim McCarty being ASAP, ASAP was right. going on. Um, F a million, get some money. Yeah. I used to mix it with that because the intro of our beat was the same tempo. Right. So I would mix the intro because it was so. It's, it was a hard ass song and it was hot. Yeah, I mixed fire, that. Bro. I would mix it with that song just to give that energy to be creative because I'm playing three times in one day. Mm-hmm. I don't play the same songs all day. Right. Trying to be a little creative. Yeah. Females and females. Right. And they still. It is coming up on the BDS. Yeah. He says don't play. Right. I said, if you go pull my mix, I didn't play the song. I played the intro. She ain't got no bars. It's just the intro. Intro. Yeah, so you can't really be mad about that. No, it's coming up. Black Poppy, coming up. You suspended. So they just was hitting you for anything, basically. I said, listen, I got four events this weekend. Can I do my events? You could do your events, but no air. I said, okay. I did my events. Monday came. Mm-hmm. Coming Tuesday, they banged me. They pulled you, they basically said, come in the office and says you fired. Then they thought I was going to cause havoc in that bitch. Hey, everybody and their mother think I'm going to cause havoc. Negative. I'm a boss. Right. I came as a boss. But how did that make you feel, though? Ultimately. It hurt me. It did? What are you talking about? Right. I was in that bitch all day, every day. Right. Killing it. Like, not even with that, just like all passion. Okay. Like, we from the streets with our, like, like that shit saved my life. DJing saved your life, yeah. No, the station saved my life. life. No, not DJing. Just, no, that did too, but that actual station was. Keep me on the streets. Keep me off. Keep you busy. All the all day. You, they put cameras in there because of me. <laughs> it was, when I got there, there was no cameras. Wow. They used to be like, yo, why you earning so much? I'm <laughs> like, I can't get enough. It's like a studio to me. Right. My my, my time was 6 a.m. I would go at 10 p.m. night before. Just and I'll be up going through music the whole night. Wow, bro! So when I get, when I touch that box in the morning, yeah. my, my six a.m. joint, I kept it light. But eight a.m. was my so prime what time, time. So what time? So what time? You used to get to the station, then? You used to get to the station super it early. Every, but it yeah. got to a point. Hear me out, Bugsy. Now hear me out. That was not started. When I got to a point, my time started at eight. I'm getting there seven fifty seven. Yo, man, that shit is crazy. Now, tell me, because I do want to talk about, it was a time in your career where you had a situation with Deshaun Jackson. Still do. My you man. St- my brother. Bro, what you talking about? That's See, I didn't know that. But, like my brother, blood in, blood out type shit. Okay. But I mean, when he played for the Eagles, I remember y'all doing he a lot. still do. No, I, I know he do, but I'm talking about back then, oh. when he first came to the Eagles. Okay. And y'all had a situation, because I, I remember seeing you like, in Cali, post like doing different things. So I used to live in Cali. That's how I even know them niggas. Oh, that's how that. Okay, so is that how y'all got together? How how that came about? Tell me so, how y'all. So how y'all real linked. quick, real quick. I okay. got a little backstory, small one. Um, shout out to Diamond, but uh, my guy MJ, who was Tommy Hilfiger at the time, adopted son. Okay, the clothing designer. Okay, lived in Hollywood out there. When in my bag came out, my my name was really big. Okay. My aunt was fucking with the brother. Mm. Okay. Right? I reached out. They came to Philly one time. Came mm-hmm. to my crib. Like, we fucking with you. We going to fly you out. They flew me out. Same time Meek was fucking with T.I. When he went to L.A. I don't know if you recall that time, but Meek was fucking with T.I. Yeah, before he time, got with Ross. Same time. Because when I was out there, somebody was like, yo, Meek out there with you. And I went to Meek when he was out there. But anyway, yeah. Um, when I moved to L.A., mm-hmm. the Jack became a rookie. Okay. When he came a rookie, uh, his folks reached out to me on Twitter. Was like, "Yo, we do music 
fuck with us. Right. I was living in LA. I said, well, you know, I'm living in LA now, Hollywood to be exact. Yeah. When I come back, I'll fuck with y'all. Two years go by, I come back. One of my little chicks, like, yo, you know where I get some weed at? Everybody know I smoke. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what's up? She's like, right. my people's in. I'm with your folks. Mm-hmm. She say, it's Deshaun cousin. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I got mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So I guess she said it was from me, DJ Amir. Yeah. And they was like, have, it's like, have him come to the um the condo. Right. So I came to the condo. And they're like, cuz, you the same, you, you the same cuz from, uh, it's how you talk, you the same cuz from um, Twitter? <laughs> ah, I'm like, yeah, that's me. So uh, they like, smoke something with it. Ah, so yeah. we start smoking. This is his right. cousin, his cousin, my man, Trey Fo. And um, we start shooting dice. Okay. And we start shooting dice, and then D-Jack wound up joining the dice game. Okay. And I beat him, mm. like, for a couple racks. Okay. So he ain't like- something like- <laughs> Couple racks, right? So the next day he had his cousin call the girl and like, yo, they want you to come back to the uh, condo. He won't win his money back. Oh shit! So I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so I come back. When right. I come back, he like, yeah, big dog. Uh, he put out like a hundred on me. Oh, no shit. bullshit, like this much. Damn. You want some NFL money? Come get it. That's exact words. I'm like, yeah, I want some. But at the time, you know, I ain't thinking big bank take little bank. <laughs> This nigga cleaned me up like I'm talking about clean, clean like like you, I'm, he broke your pockets. He down to was me. no pockets. That shit was a wrap, right? So I'm like, oh my god. So that's crazy. At that time, he was dating one of these little model chicks. He like, yo, I'm about to mm-hmm. go to the airport to go ride with me, right? And then this how we got cool. I'm getting a whole joint, mm-hmm. and um, I took the ride with him. We just talking shit, uh, and uh, from that point, this is off season, yeah. And then the season wound up starting. Yeah. And then this is before we got the fifty million dollars too. Okay. And then uh, the season start. You're like, yo, come to some games. I'm like, yeah. I come to the game too. Right. Come to some games. Yeah. Now I'm coming from one game. Now I'm coming to every game. And then like they like they like they like we hanging out now. We from the games to the club, and now we fucking girls together. Now we doing a whole bunch of extra curricular activity. Like we just getting our bag. Like it's it's the game. It's club. Is all that NFL life, and then then you got the money bag chain. Not even yet. Oh, you ain't get the money bag. We just grinding. Okay, we grinding, and I'm but they seeing my grind, and then I'm not asking for nothing either. That's another thing. A lot of his homies like on payroll. Right. I'm coming around with your own bread, just chilling. Right. Still betting, still doing me. Yeah. For me, and then right. he just gained level of respect for me, and then he was like, "I'm about to get a new crib, me. Ah, ah. what's up? Right. You fucking with that joint? I'm I'm about to move anyway. You feel me? <laughs> I'm ready to move anyway. You feel yeah, me, bro? And then yeah. and then right before that, uh-huh. we move and uh he got the fifty million dollars after that. And with the rest was we was on like popcorn. Nigga. I was DJing for beans one day. I flew back in and he had OG, an OG crip from LA. Right. Meet me at the house one night. That's how I went. I'm flying from beans from somewhere. Okay. I come to the house. Right. It's a regular night. Yeah. OG, they like swarm me in type shit, like give me the back history of the Sean and put the put the DVD on and Dang. only thing they ain't do is jump me in type shit. <laughs> he said the only thing they ain't do is and, jump uh, me in. And they type had shit. like eight chains they on the bed. Yeah. So and you pick, pick your chain. Right. I pick my chain. And that's it. It was lit. Right. And that was Brody ever since. And he always turned me up the best way he could ever. Like you're talking about like on so many levels, it's crazy. Right. And to go with my money bag, I didn't even pop money bag off till 
after I was meet DJ, because I have a name for it. I knew I wanted the company, my own name. Okay. And um, the Jack actually gave me the paper to put the money back shit out. Right. That's dope. And he came because then you did a pop up shop. I'm about to go into that, and then okay. he, and, and he came through for the pop up shop. Deshaun did absolutely. That's what's up, man. Merged me. It's my guy. It's my brother. Shout out to him and his family. That's dope, man. Shout out to Deshaun Jackson, one of the best. So the when last he, so even we got to talk for two years. I'm gonna fuck. With you. It's still my nigga. But when we, the last but, time you talked to him? Since oh, we talked uh, prior. Let me see. What's this? Hmm. Probably before Corona. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Before Corona. Because right. during Corona, everybody kind of got like different a little bit. How has that changed your career? Like, how has that affected you? Because you know, now you can't go out really. And I mean, you see D Nice and Quest Love and people doing stuff on live. Shout out to DJ Active and all that. But And Diamond Cuts. And Diamond Cuts. But people, it's different now because you can't have a, a lot of people. So, how, that, how has that affected you as a DJ? Mm-hmm. To be honest, my album was gonna come out right before Corona to be all the way true, and I got investors and stuff like that that backed out once that hit because their money was tied up in big stuff that got right. affected. Okay, you know I'm a, I try to connect with big businesses when I do stuff. Okay, and everything got affected during that time, so that's that's the only thing that really hit me. Like, so it just slowed down the process of your project dropping. On the so, level I want to put it out on. So this is a compilation project with a bunch of artists on it, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. It's my album. Yeah. Like I made it from scratch. Everything from scratch. Nothing stepped on. Everything was from the idea. And who's on it? It's a list. It's 40 names down there. 45 names. How many tracks? 25. And when it's coming out? I'm going to say my birthday, which is next month. When's your birthday? September? 27th. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. I was supposed to drop it last year. Right. Got robbed for 70 grand. Seven, what you mean? Should be, I'll be in the field. 70 grand? It may be, look, you be in the field. <laughs> you feel me? Should be going down. Damn. No gun, though. No gun. Not like that. Oh, word. Right. Damn, that's. No gun, no gun. That shit crazy, though. That's... Yeah, not like that kind of robbery, but yeah, lost 70 ball. Okay. That fucked up everything. For my birthday time. I was gonna put our last bite that time. Okay. And then got back healthy again. Yeah. And then Corona come. Right. That shit crazy, man. But all right, before we go, I do wanna ask you, like, in your career, what's been some of the disappointments or maybe relationships that kind of severed cause of money that you wish that could have and have you mend them? Can you talk about that? Like money? I don't know what you mean, like with my folks? No, like say, all right, prime example. So say you you're DJing for an artist, but things sometimes artists and DJs don't work out. Like Eric B and Rakim, for example. So or Amir and Meek. Yeah, like tell me how that relationship severed. Meek, well, he was just different. He different now, right? He grew up a little bit. Okay, but then he, because I think he blocked you at one point. Did he? Did he? You know some? I don't know. No, I remember a time <laughs> where you said that. On, no, seriously, on some real shit, bro. I ain't trying. I'm. I don't think me blocked me. That's my guy. I don't think he blocked me. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't. I don't recall that personally. Oh. He ain't blocked me. Who? We. I seen something. It was. I don't from, know if bug, it was bug. But we heard that from. I, I don't know if it was. It was something on social media. No, seriously, on Block me. No, he used to post me. Post you? Yeah, like he was. Me was crazy that time. He would post anything. So he just posts you DJing like what? Like like here like he just post the weirdest shit like like blame my DJ was messing up the night. Oh shit like that. 
Never blocked me though. So that's what that's what severed you. That shit when he did the weird Somewhat, shit. Somewhat, yeah. Cause that's how it is with any crew I'm in, right? Okay. I'm an alpha male. So I always stand out by accident, just me doing me, right? Okay. I do me. Right. I'm gonna always connect with the crew probably a little bit closer because like how I carry myself. Okay. So while we while I meet DJ, right. I was keeping it legendary. Like I got bitches bringing bud to the to the to the shows. You feel me? And they, and they titties like right, like like, like you feel me? We yeah, we doing summer jam, right? You feel me? Like like it's going down on different levels, like different. We eating the titties. I'm giving him bitches at shows. He not like that. Should get different with DJ on the on the road. Did you have your own bus? Damn there, because we had two. We had the, he, had, he had the studio bus and, right. and the personal, but like, yeah. we had split here and there. But right. a lot of what I was saying to you was, by me being so, by being Beans DJ first, I yeah. learned a lot and did a lot first before I became Meek DJ. Right, so you knew shit that most DJs that's new wouldn't know being hired by Meek. So that and was that like dude. his whole him and their whole crew first rodeo. rodeo. Right. This is my second and third, right. fourth, fifth. So you an experience. When we go to these cities, right? I'm look. I'm typing the name VA bitches coming up. You feel me? PA. Wherever you going, I'm typing the name on in. your contact list. On my contact, they're right. already coming up. Right. They get there, it's not the same. So, all right, my, my, I'm a little cocky, right? I'm a little different because I already got holes here. I got <laughs> my jaw a little different. Yeah. But how can I put it? Meek is meek, so he like like you can't really try to show I'll show me too much. Right. Right. You feel me? You gotta yeah. chill. Right. You feel me? But I'm be all on some young boy. Should be 23, 24 years old. But, yeah. But paper. Right. Clout. Clout. We doing what we doing. So we were just buttoning here. So what I'm getting to is I felt it was times he felt he had to try to like belittle my image a little bit in front of his crew to make him always be meek. Mm. That's interesting. Right? So we right. got the jet. I'm going off the jet to NFL life. Because mm-hmm. me and DJ live, live together. Deshaun Jackson. Right. They get off the jet. They going back to besides O'Malley and Coon. Right. Everybody's going um, to the hood. Right. So when I get off, the crew calling me. DJ, come pick me up. I'm picking niggas up in the same shit they're going. Meek picking them up in. They getting dropped off. Next day, you were the bitch thought Meek dropped me off last night. It was you. Mm. This is where things start going. So now we on a crew when we on a bus and I'm connecting with the crew a little different. Yeah, because they see what you do outside of the chasers. Some niggas gonna connect different. Facts. But Meek gotta be Meek. So right. that's why I, I understood like how he had to put shit in perspective, but I ain't I ain't respect it all the time because my like, then you don't gotta go about it that way. Yeah, you can go you about know, it. Because for instance, I like wearing jewelry. Because I ain't go to Sean and Sean, I knew Sean before all them niggas, right? I knew Sean since I was 13 years old. They got Sean down the line when he became Joe. I knew Sean when I was at DJ and I was on Love and Chestnut at 12 right. years old at Armand's Records. Right. Yeah. Back right? Then, back it, then, I know I know Joe. Sounds of Upper Darby. You all feel that me? Shit. That's when I know Joe, right? Right. Alex, which is VVS Lex, yeah. used to work at Sneaker Villa with me when I was DJing in the villa. Facts. That's all fair. I know about that. That's facts. So when they meet in these, I'm like, I don't gotta go to them. But because my jewelry ain't the same as them, or your jewelry fake. How my jewelry fake? Nigga, my shit was 20 grand. Right. Oh, because I ain't go to Joe. But you could have had an LA connect too. No, no, no. Fuck all that. I'm gonna give you the story. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the story. I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna give it to you. Oh, it ain't that. So this is where we would buy heads at. Okay. That would be it's a bid. It's not personal though. This right. is where you can't go like mad. Right. It's a bid. bid. 
It's like me joking. Right. But don't joke with me. I'm, I'm, I'm valid, baby. Don't joke on my, my jeweler up the street, he black. I'm right. fucking with him. Your right. jeweler. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> so, yeah. and then look, I'm going to go deeper. And then, when I'm with, so then Meek, like, well, no, where, well, when you went with Meek, wear the MMG shit, right? Because yeah. Sean gave me a kit, right? A jackpot jewelry kit. Mm-hmm. Now I got a problem with wearing jackpot jewelry around MMG. I can't wear MMG jewelry around jackpot. The jack niggas getting mad because I wear that, and then it's how, yeah, yeah, it's how it's going. Because you wearing, yes, this, this how I was going. You can't wear your chains. This like, how what the I was fuck? going. This how it's going. This how it's going down. So this is when you said, wow, but bro, all these crazy. small things where we get to the point I'm getting to is, mm-hmm. I ain't about to get mad over shit like that for. Like, that's just little big nigga shit. Yeah, that ain't nothing. Yeah, that's so. Ain't no need to get mad. To over make that. To, to your point is I'm making is I could never be like me and Meek ain't got no problems. Right. Like when I. Another thing you're not gonna know. Mm-hmm. When Meek was locked up, I was talking to Mary Day in jail. Nobody else was. His own DJ wasn't. I would give DJ Brand a phone, like, yo, Meek on the phone. My cousin was on the same block as him. Oh, your cousin was on the same block as Meek. Okay. And like, yo, sense. Meek wanna talk to you. I'm like, okay, bam. I'm talking to the nigga Eric with now in jail. Right? I'm like, what you mean to do out there if I got you? Ah, ah. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing the protest. I'm playing songs 30 times a day. Right. You feel me? Yeah. Always. And this is, mind you, just after everything I'm speaking of. Right. Never no bad blood. Okay. Because once again, just like my boss, he mm-hmm. gave me opportunity that I can never even, like, nobody gave me the opportunity he gave me. He was the 50 cent of people at that time. Okay. We talking about doing, we talking about going in six cities in one day. Y'all did six cities in one day? You and me? I think it was my birthday, to be honest. <laughs> I think it was, yeah. Because we, we went to Jersey, mm-hmm. then, then went to New York, then we flew to Atlanta, crazy, went to Miami, went to D.C., <laughs> came back, went to Atlanta. Yeah, right. that type of shit, yeah. In one day. In one day. What's we the most cities you did in a day? Six? That's just probably type of vibe. Okay. Then we doing Jets. Right. You feel me? Yeah. We doing BET Awards. Right. We get to the BET Awards, it's a DJ Merit. On a trailer, train. trailer, right. okay. and Meek Mill name. I'm getting checks from BET. <laughs> when you're a kid, you think that shit, I don't, you a kid, you're like, oh, Man. you don't think they're going to pay you. They paying me. Right. Facts. That's the saying, go chase your dreams, not money. Right. Because the money going to come. It's going to come. So once again, you can never, I can never speak ill on a nigga that gave me that kind of opportunity. Right. Right. You feel yeah. me? I feel you. Just like my boss at right. the time. Boss lady, as I call her. She, when she fired me, I gave her a hug. Right. Thank you. Right. Because you still, at the end of the day, you still building your resume. So it's not like, you know. Bro, I'm trying to get to the point of being DJ Khaled, Quincy Jones, and Diddy. I'm following Khaled Blueprint. He was Fat Joe DJ. He did the radio. He broke his music. Mm-hmm. Before I got on the radio, the labels did not know who I was. Really? No. So Boom really helped you? Okay. I'm following the blueprint, aka right. the green print. Right. When that I makes sense. like, like literally, like, bro, you you do listen. Mm-hmm. It's just the game, real quick. I'm gonna give you two. The labels take care of the radio stations. The radio take care of the DJs. So that's the that's the triangle of the situation. Makes sense. You might get say right. it's Thursday, right? Right. I'm gonna give you some real deal talk, real quick for your joint. Say it's Thursday. Right. Gucci Man song is number two. Right. Label gonna call you Thursday night. Can you play that song tomorrow two, three times? They gonna call 10 DJs like you. Right. 
Can you play that song two, three times? They can tell because of the report that comes. Yeah, the report. Yeah, absolutely. When you start doing stuff like that for them, so the next, so say Friday coming, you do it, and they see it. They're going to start sending you shit. Gifts, now you, Now you like, now you to them, you building with them. Right. So you got to think I'm on the radio for a few years, how much building was I doing? So that's why I'm trying to make you understand, yeah, they can know who I am, but I had to actually put some working with them for them to respect my name, my brand. So even when I got clipped, Atlantic Records got me on satellite radio. Oh shit! So that you still you doing it? I I gotta go back, right? Cause cause this some real nigga shit again. On my off nights, I would go to New York to the labels. Right. So one night I go up there to Atlantic. They doing an event with Wiz. Okay. I go through the I go. They say come through. I go slide through. I go to the label and I slide through. Yeah. So me and that joint, me and my crew in that joint, doing what we do. Right. We the only niggas in their own couches with our phones. Cause they take right. everybody phones because they want to leave the music. Yeah. We want our phones acting 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 busky, acting crazy. I had to pee. When I get off the couch, right. Sway is right off the couch. So when I get off the joint, mm-hmm. the the uh, rep from Atlantic was like, "This is uh, Sway's DJ Mirror." Okay. He like, oh, how you doing? I think I heard about you before. Ah, right. I said, bet. I go to the bathroom, come back. When I come back from the bathroom, mm-hmm. I go back on the couch. I'm um, turned up. Right. Sway come over to me, tap me. Yeah. Come here. I'm like, what's up? Right. He's like, you think you would do my show with me? Mm-hmm. I said, talking to me, Sway? You tripping? I'm like, what you mean? I'm gonna do your show? Right. When? What we doing? It? What's up? Right. He's like, no, I want you on him. I heard about. Ah, I'm like, look. I get in my bag. Holla, yeah. holla, holla, Crespo, holla at him. Okay. He get with me. You get with him, he get with me. I give him the jump. You feel me? I give him the jump. <laughs> Damn, man. He said bet, and then from crazy. there, and then and then so bang. Fast forward. Right. Whatever happens, it don't get on connect the right way. Right. I get clipped. The next week I get clipped because also Malibu Mitch was online at record too. So when I got clipped, Crespo was like, You got fired? I'm like, yeah, I got fired because you're fucking artist, nigga. <laughs> Call me next week, like yo, mm-hmm. um, serious and swearing and going, they gonna put you on, and then so here you go. Look, I'm always late to some shit. Right, I get there late and I miss it. Yeah, I got there, I left on time, but the the fucking Lincoln Tunnel was like two hours. It was, yeah, it was crazy. Right, yeah, I left here at go. six. Right, but I got there late. Yeah, yeah. So Sway come down like yo, we gonna do you again, and then so the next time though he can't make it. So I did do it, but they was like, you gonna do it again when mm-hmm. here. Right. And I was like, I'll do it once my project come out. Okay. So I'm gonna do it once. You gonna do it once the project come out. Man. So shout out to Sway, shout, shout out to Atlantic. Out to Sway, man. But that's how it should be going. Like, you Seriously. feel me? It'd be small shit like that. You gotta yeah. put your work in. Okay. You gotta build your value up. That's you know, anything else with the credit, whatever. Ah, you gotta Hair, podcast, whatever. whatever. You gotta put your work in. You do. So by me putting that work in, where Atlantic for all those years, this all the labels I fuck with. Epic, shout out to Epic. They gave me my first patent plaque. Future mask off. Cause you definitely okay, cause you was playing that problem. Yeah. Okay. You feel me? I, yeah. I broke that down. Broke I'm one, that of the, one of the DJs that you got. broke it in Philly. You feel me? I got yeah. that plaque. You feel me? I ain't never get a plaque before. My family was ex- super excited about that. Yeah, that's something. My nieces and nephews was like, oh my future God. Too? Yeah. You feel me? And yeah. I lost and I lost a hundred thousand on future, by the way. I lost a hundred grand on him. I threw a party with him and Drake. Oh, I remember that when they had the tour. It rained. And it got canceled. Ain't got he, canceled. He, he didn't show. Come on, Bugsy. Why are you saying, you saying the craziest things to me? 
<laughs> no, I'm trying to figure out how you lost it. I'm trying to get to that. He shoved. It just was rain. We didn't make the money back. Oh, wow. Right. So we put up 120. Okay. Made 30 grand. Mm, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a tough you feel one. me, but yeah, uh, it's I'm, still you did it though. You know what I'm saying? That Sometimes also inspired me to go to the radio because I was skipping my steps, right? Mm -hmm. I'm I'm chasing money, right? Not my dream, right? God gonna always bring you back to your to your original journey. Okay, you follow me, like right, like yeah. I can't I chase money all day, right? But my dream is my dream. dream. It's already written. It's already ordained for you to live it. But because somebody might wave some shit in your face, you might go off track. You know how you got that detour? Yeah. Sometimes you take it. Yeah. And I'm chasing money, and I lost the whole bag on Future. Right? I'm thinking it's going to be it. He, he, char he charged $100,000. I knew his cameraman. Damn. His cameraman was Rick Nice. I got it for 80 Okay. And even with that, was crazy. I tried to get Little Uzi, PNB, Remy Ma, all in one. They was acting crazy. I said, "Fuck all them. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go over all you niggas. Right, get, get future. future. Drove down to Atlanta with forty grand cash in the back of the trunk. Me and my man got the deposit up. Did that, right? The date was pushed back, pushed up because they was coming to Philly a certain day. Okay, who I'm thinking it's gonna be a hit because it's Future Drake. Right. It was a crazy one. These storms. The event was outdoor. Yeah, bamboo, right? Bamboo. It was yeah. outdoor. Mm -hmm. Made thirty grand. Put up one twenty. Was a wrap. Lost everything. Yeah, be I had like to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. I'm chasing money though. Right, but you're not chasing money. I ain't even DJ. I hired I hired Dominicus. My financial advisor was like, yo, he's like, listen, dig this. Right. You good, but you bad at this, right? Why you ain't even DJ? You could at least got that off with your joint. You mm -hmm. hiring DJs to DJ your shit. It could have been DJ Mirror, future DJ. No, you got DJ Mirror Presents. Who you think you is? Right. You trying to do I uh, uh, follow your joint. Right. Stay on course. Me trying to skip steps. Yeah. I'm gonna get the money. Facts. So that's why I say chase your dream, not your yeah. money, because mm -hmm. it ain't gonna never turn out the way you want it to. Money going either if it comes fast, it go fast. One or the other. Yeah. All right, so um before we go, I just want you to basically give How much advice. time we got so far? I'm gonna talk for a minute too. We just about an hour. So okay. before we go, I just want you to give advice to artists and people that's wanna come up and tell them about, you know, how you can get over that hump and not stay stuck? What you think is a good way for the artists that's coming up in Philly to not get stuck? Stay humble. Okay. Don't give up. Right. Stay consistent. Okay. Keep that passion. Right. That's it. And don't take shit personal. That's the <laughs> biggest thing, I think. Motherfuckers be taking shit personal. It's business, bro. Right. <laughs> It's business. Right. It's Can't. business. Like, <laughs> hey, bitch, it's business. Like, come on. Like, everything is business. You cannot be in your, doing your podcast without business. Facts. Shit don't work by it for free. No, not at all. Fuck, it's business. That's not fact. personal. Yup. That's the main thing. Okay. Well, you heard it from my man, DJ Yamir. This is your boy, DJ Buddy. Do it for Hip Hop Podcast. Make sure you catch the stream on all platforms. Spotify, make sure you follow us and do it for Hip Hop Pod. Make sure you follow me. DJ Buddy215, keep it hip hop. Peace. <laughs>